Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. There used to be a stigma around working from home, but COVID has shown that those who do work at home can largely be just as productive. So what about navigating part-time work? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Working less than nine to five, five days a week, can unfairly come with its own set of judgments. But like the revamped perspective of working from home, flexible working hours can actually benefit both employee and boss. Belinda Morgan is a flexible work specialist and author of Solving the Part-Time Puzzle. She's on a mission to revamp the part-time image problem and challenge the assumption that more hours equals more impact. There's a couple of big misconceptions about part-time work, which Belinda's explaining to Chris Ashmore. The first really common one is that people who work part-time are also part-committed that they somehow care about their jobs and careers less than their full-time peers, which is, of course, just not true. And then another really common misconception is that part-time work is just an issue for working mothers, which is also false. There's a whole range of people in the workforce who want and need to work part-time, including working mothers and working fathers, of course. Part-time is sort of embraced, I suppose, from frontline workers or those at the lower ranks. But with senior management, there's this assumption that they should be in full-time positions. Why is that assumption there? I think partly because it's just the way it's always been done. We haven't seen many senior leaders working part-time. And so people actually believe that it's impossible, that it's not even worth attempting And there's this idea that to be a leader, you need to be available every second of the day to address problems or help your team or your customers. But actually, if you think about the best leaders you've worked with over time, they're probably not the ones who are deep in the weeds, micromanaging everything all the time. They're actually the ones who are really great at empowering people and supporting their teams and removing roadblocks and then getting out of the way and letting their team do the work. And so I really believe that If you're a manager and your team can't function a day a week without you because you're working part-time, say, then you're probably not doing your job as a leader. You're not empowering the team the way you should be. Mm. What is part-time exactly? How would you define it? So it's one of many forms of workplace flexibility. And put simply, it's about an employee working less than the standard 38-hour work week and having their pay reduced in line with the reduction in hours. So it's different to casual work, um, which is where a part-time employee will have a contract for employment, set days and hours of work each week, whereas a casual employee doesn't have guaranteed hours and there's no expectation necessarily of ongoing work. So sometimes those two can be confused. So anything from, say, a few hours a week all the way up to almost 35 hours a week, that could be part-time. Yeah, absolutely. The most common forms of part-time work are people working three or four days a week, but technically, yes, it can be any of those. Is it true that when someone goes to part-time, they're often doing the equivalent of full-time work, but in less time? Yes. If you speak to people who work part-time or have in the past, you'll find it's an extremely common scenario, this idea of people ending up doing full-time work on part-time pay. And really, it's because 
organizations and people in the roles don't know how else to do it. They don't sometimes think that you need to rescope a role so it doesn't even occur to them that if you're suddenly working three days a week or 60% of a full-time work week, you can only do 60% of what you did before. So sometimes they don't even think about that. Or even when they do think of it, very often organisations don't know how to rescope the role. There's this idea of where does the work go, that other 40%. I suppose conversely, there's a lot of full-timers who probably uh, are filling up their day with not much. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I think all of us probably could be a bit more efficient than we are. So sometimes part of the answer to how do you work less hours or less days in the week is just being a bit more efficient, but it's definitely not the whole solution. You know, Mazars has been a long-time supporter of Sound Cartel, and now they're helping us bring you this podcast. To find out how Mazars can support your business, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U. What does a company gain from being open to part-time and other flexible arrangements? Mm, so many things. But a really big one, uh, very topical at the moment, is around talent attraction and retention. So as I mentioned up front, there's a whole range of people in the workforce who want or indeed need to work part-time. And if you want to get the best talent in the market into your organisation, being open to the idea of structuring work in different ways can help you access this hidden talent pool. So that's a really big one. Absolutely. When would someone want to switch to part-time work? So sometimes it's caring responsibilities. It might be children or elderly parents. Sometimes it might be for personal health reasons or having a disability that precludes you from working full time. might be making time to run your own small business on the side or to study. Some people like to take a phase transition to retirement. So it's a great way for organisations to retain those people who might otherwise quit earlier. So there's a whole range of reasons out there that people might want to switch to part time. On a practical level then, how does it work? Should they work certain days of the week or reduced hours each day of the week or what do you suggest? The answer is it depends and the reason it depends is the whole point of flexible working is to empower employees to flex their work around what works for them and their lives and so I've seen all of those things work really effectively. Some people do work five days a week and less hours each day. Some people work four days and have Friday off, others Wednesday off or three days. So of course, there's an element of needing to take into account what the person's team and organisation needs, but being too prescriptive, of course, defeats the whole purpose of the idea of flexible work. Absolutely. I suppose the compromise is obviously depends on the industry and if you're, say, it's a restaurant or a pub, you know, the punters come in in the evening. So, you know, to serve them, you need to be there when the customers are there. But if it's a professional services or an office job, Clients, you know, they don't pick up the phone after 5pm, so it's those nine to five kind of hours that, that obviously there needs to be a compromise between what the employee needs and wants and what the employer also needs and wants. Absolutely. There's also an element, though, of challenging what do we think we need. So often you'll get this mindset from organisations that we have to be available five days a week for these clients or these customers. But then if you actually go and talk to the clients around this person works four days a week so they're not available on Friday, often they're very open to the idea. So absolutely we've got to 
fit in with what organisations and customers and clients need, but also think about where can we challenge kind of inbuilt assumptions around what people are going to want and test them out. What's the first step then with more flexible arrangements like part-time? Is it simply changing the mindset and culture of the organisation? Definitely that's a big one because as we've talked about, there's a lot of inbuilt assumptions and biases around part-time work and so challenging those is really important. At the same time though, we need to take action and change the system. So equip organisations with the tools to properly scope part-time roles, to look at the systems and processes that are in place that might hinder effective part-time working like performance review, promotion and headcount policies and make sure they're fit for purpose for enabling part-time work to become a win-win for the people in the part-time roles and for the organisation. That was Flexible Work Specialist Belinda Morgan. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B-Daily tomorrow. Follow at B-E-Daily podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.